Do you like to learn about random wild stuff? You know, the things you didn't think you needed to know about, then realize you should? Then welcome to Nothing Off Limits, the podcast that gives you one place to go for something different. Impress your next party guest with your unusual body of knowledge. And if you dig the show, get more information at ladyfoxentertainment.com and subscribe, rate, or review. Thanks. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Nothing Off Limits. Today's episode is all about dirty talk. I'm really excited because I've got the awesome Jessica J on the line with me. She is a former therapist turned sex and dating coach for men and the founder of Level Up Seduction, where men can find resources on everything from talking to women to to keeping them satisfied. Jessica was featured as one of America's most desirable daters on Nightline after having the most messaged online dating profile in LA. And she was the resident dating coach and host of Playboy radio show, The Couch, where she assisted men, women, and couples in problematic areas within their sex and dating lives. Her main focus now is assisting men in all things dating, sex, and self-related with the use of solution-focused therapy principles, offering personal direction to men, seeking to better understand women themselves and how to get exactly what they want through private and group coaching and informational videos and programs, all available on her site, speaktosparkarousal.com. Welcome, Jessica. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to have you. We've chatted in the past, and I just love your approach to this. It's always so fun and like Thank you're just you so yeah, much. yeah. And you've done so much on it. So like you're our resident expert today for the guys out so there. Excited. Yeah. So honored. Now I know you did a two-hour talk oh on this topic. God, like, tell us about that. You know, it's funny because um, it was um, there's cameramen and there are a bunch of um, people at a seminar. Um, and then, you know, another dating coach and everybody was like, oh, great. We're just going to sit here and have this girl talk dirty and just get <laughs> with each other the entire time. I like, yeah, like that. It was really funny because I was like, oh, man, two hours. I have to fill two hours. But the entire time, the guys were just vigorously taking notes. Like I was mm. scared nobody would like, you know, care to ask questions. But it was so engaged and so involved because there's just so much stuff out there that is so misleading. And there's so much stuff that guys see in porn. They're like, yeah, I'm going to try that out. That was yeah. Cut me off. So they're saying these things and they can't <laughs> understand why women are freaking out and blocking yeah. them and like showing right. friends. They just don't get it. So it's yeah. it a really awesome talk and I'm super stoked to bring it to you guys today. I am excited as well. And it's like, I could see why it's a great topic because of what you just said, where it's like guys are getting the wrong messages from porn. They try it out on women. And like, I've had this done to me and I'm just like, it's very creepy. It comes off creepy if it's not done right. Exactly. And you know what? One thing guys don't understand, the idea of creepy is it's either unwarranted or completely random to the connection. So if you bring in something from the porno you watched last night with some dirty Asian chick and you and I just had Cheesecake Factory and we watch The Notebook, you calling me your little dirty Asian hooker by the end of the night is going to be like, well, why am I a hooker? Like, I want to tell it with shrimp. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, we just got back from The Cheesecake Factory. Right? I love I love the movie, too, hooker? The Notebook. <laughs> so, yeah, that's creepy. Even if you're in a long-term relationship, it's like, yeah. where the fuck did he get that from? Who yes. I am. Is he with another girl? This is the stuff, guys, that women go through when you say stuff that's you know, pretty wrong in regards to dirty talk. Yeah, out of context. Out of context, exactly. So so let's step back and let's start from the beginning. How do you teach guys and where do you even start? <laughs> okay, so basically what I say, um, dirty talk is like bringing a woman to a haunted house. 
um, you have to be able to know some know this woman in order to get her to the haunted house. Otherwise, no woman is going to be like, yeah, let me go to this weird haunted house with this man I've never met. There has to be an established relationship. So that's yes. why when you have guys coming out of nowhere at the bar or club talking like, oh, man, what I'd fucking do to you in that dress? Girls are going to be like, ew, who the fuck are you? It's yeah. terrifying. But yeah. if, you know, I'm at a bar or a club and I see maybe my boyfriend or some guy I hooked up with already and he comes over to me and says that, it's a different story. Right. Although I got to jump in and say, like, even if you're in a, a longer relationship with somebody, you're ongoing dating somebody. And it's the way it's said, too, because, like, I've had guys say to me, like, damn, you're sexy. Ugh, I just want to take a bite out of that. Give me that ass. Like that kind of thing. And it's like, it's not a turn on. Yeah. It makes me feel like an object. And I'm going to, yeah, exactly. Uh, the way I describe it is if you can copy and paste what you're saying to me to any other woman on the planet, that's when we're going to feel objectified. Yes. It doesn't make us feel special. It doesn't yes. make us feel like you want us specific from any other woman out there. Correct. That's when we think to ourselves like, okay, is this about you getting your rocks off or is this about you actually desiring me? I am so glad you said that. If you can copy and paste it to any woman out there, then it's it not going to work. Right. It makes us feel objectified. And that has been the ongoing issue for me on the receiving end of, you know, what a guy thinks is giving me a compliment. So kudos to... To, you know the men who have given me compliments about my ass or whatever yeah. but you got to think about how it's being said and make it exactly. unique and special about me <laughs> you know because right. then exactly. I'm gonna think well, that you thing. say that to all girls yeah if you could say to any other girl but you or but Jessica it's gonna be creepy mm -hmm. um, and it's funny because I was in the middle of this two-hour talk and some guy raised his hand and he was like, well, you know, I got this from another dating coach to say this. And I just texted it to a girl and it didn't work. She said, ew, you're that kind of guy. And I was <laughs> what like, was well, it? you know, where did the conversation start? And he goes, oh, nowhere. I, this is the first text I sent to her today. Oh, right? out I of mean, nowhere? Just, yeah, nowhere. So therefore, you're, you're not even together. Again, you're not standing in front of the haunted house together. You basically dragged her over there and she's like, what the fuck am I doing here? So you have to have the relationship first, even if it's starting the conversation completely platonic or completely neutral. Okay. And so what if a guy is, is like, okay, so I've established rapport with this girl, but I feel really uncomfortable and awkward saying dirty things. Like, how do you help a guy get more comfortable with expressing himself in that way? Okay. So a lot of guys think that when it comes to dirty talk, they have to say something borderline demeaning or super filthy like my big fat cock and your super <laughs> wet pussy they just think that they have to be as vulgar as possible and really what dirty talk is it's it's veering away from the norm of our expected relationship to go into something that establishes that i desire you and I want you to de desire me too. That's mm -hmm. the only difference. So saying something as simple as when I'm texting you and you tell me, oh, I'm in a meeting right now, I can't really text. And you say something like, oh my God, I bet you're wearing that super fine outfit that makes your ass look great. That's, that's not filthy, you know? Right, <laughs> right. But that's saying like, I am imagining you in a way that is not okay for your business meeting. It's something <laughs> as subtle as that. <laughs> You're giggling too. Yeah. I want to know why, Michelle. Yeah, because if I got that, I mean, I would chuckle in the middle of the meeting. You know what I mean? Exactly. You yeah. would have a reaction. Yeah. 
Yeah. You would have a reaction because that's what happens when we are specific and particular to the people we're speaking with. Yes. And that's what's going to happen, guys, when you are specific to the women you're speaking with. It's like when you go to Starbucks and you give them your name, and when they call your name, you immediately go running, right? That's mm-hmm. exactly what you're going to get from women when you are consistent and treating her special from any other woman out there. Yeah. And I like that you said that it doesn't have to be like vulgar because I think people get the wrong idea about the term dirty talk and they, they think that it means something like that when in reality like you could just say something and I've, I've tried to coach men who I've dated on how I like to be talked to you know it's like you can just use your own words you don't need to be super gross and vulgar I like that you it. said that use your own words I so I had a guy at this seminar and it was actually one of the dating coaches he raised his hand and he was like well you know I say I all the time I call them like you my little whore or my little dirty whore he's like He's like, I'm not really into it. Should I not say it if I'm not into it? I was like, why would oh you God. say it if you're not into it? Yeah. He's like, I don't know. It's just like the right thing to do to talk dirty. He's like, when girls ask me to talk dirty to them, I don't know what else to say. So I call them a little whore or a little slut. He's like, but I don't like to. And it's kind of like what you're saying. They don't really understand that you don't have to be just this out of this world vulgar asshole. Yeah. You can say things that you even might think are are too sweet and kind of sappy in a way because that might be a super turn on for her. Like, uh, I don't know, an example for me that would turn me on if I'm close to a guy and he's like, I just love your legs and I'm going to kiss you from your toes all the way up every leg. Like, like explain yeah, what you're going like to do. Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> explain what you're going to do. Tell me why exactly. my legs are, are the most awesome legs. You know, tell me why you love my skin. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I tell guys all the time, like, I go crazy when men talk about how sexy they find my hair. Like, hair isn't a really sexy thing. It's not a body part. You know, there's no arousal endings in your hair. But to me, that's particular to me. Mm -hmm. And if you're explaining, guys, if you're explaining to women what about them specifically turns you on, that's going to turn us on. We want you to want us. Totally. We want to know that you want us aside from any other woman out there. Mm -hmm. What are some other common mistakes that you see guys make? Like, we talked about using vulgar language that they don't even, that they just learned from a porno or something, um, or just coming out of context with it. What else? Okay. So one of the big things I also get is, um, saying, saying what they want them to do without consent, so to speak. Mm. Yeah. So I'll have guys be like, Oh yeah, I love it when you do this and this and this. And she's like, okay. And maybe she, maybe she doesn't even look like she wants to do it. Or maybe you've <laughs> never done it before. Um, because what it is, it's you're kind of retreating into your head, into your fantasies without taking into context the fact that y'all are actually in a moment together. Uh-huh. Yes. Well, what a concept. There are two of us here. Imagine that. <laughs> imagine. Yeah. imagine. <laughs> yeah. I've had I've had men be like and this drives me up a wall, like, you know, I haven't been getting a lot of action like on, you know, oral lately. You know, it'd be nice if you could give me a blowjob. Oh my god, you've had you've had a gu- you've had people say to you it'd be nice if you gave me a blowjob. Yeah. A bl- nice if you gave me a blowjob for a change. Oh, Lord, Michelle. Oh, yeah. You tell me this man did not get a blowjob from you. <laughs> With that did not. Sexy did talk. not. Did not. And the other thing that drives me wild in a bad way is to take my head and to push it down. Oh, That's Lord. also non-consensual. And then, you know, saying things like, come on, suck my cock. 
sucks oh, my cock. And I'm just like, wait a minute. Like, that, that's, yeah, that's that's what I was talking about in regards to like retreating into your own fantasy to kind of mold her to it. Like when you say things like, oh yeah, I bet you love riding that big dirty cock. Like, okay, sure, fine. Like, oh yeah, it's fucking so deep in you. Like again, that's <laughs> fine that me, we may be doing this right now, but if it's super copy and pasted and it's not really particular to the moment and there's nothing specific about me, that's when you start to lose us. Yes. You can be filthy like that if it's turning you on, but you want to remember that we're on the other end of your penis, so you may want to make it more particular to the girl on your penis. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. I mean, so in the- one way you could do that, something as simple as like, oh my God, the way you ride, the way you're riding my dick right now is completely different than like, yeah, you love riding that fucking dick. <laughs> that is different. <laughs> right? It's a little different. Yes. You're making it about her versus what you're getting out of it. Yeah. All right. So we've been talking a lot about like once you're already in the act with somebody, I want to take it to like the texting again, because I think that that's really important, like to, to kind of set the stage and like during the day, like, you know, you're going to see your your dating partner or whoever like that night how do you set the stage without turning her off right okay so it's funny that you mentioned this because i actually outlined all of this in my program called turn on texting and this is exactly what i talk about in regards to you're we're all starting from zero even if you know the woman even if you're in a relationship with her um we're all starting at zero when it comes to texting um but that's probably the easiest way to amp things up in regards to dirty talk because you can sit there and be like hmm, i wonder what jessica and michelle told me on that podcast <laughs> versus in the moment um so basically right. back to the haunted house you know what you're gonna do is you're gonna establish where y'all are you guys have to be together so she's in her meeting right now and you know you're on the train heading to work so she's in the meeting and you know you you mentioned that you would laugh like oh my god what i do to you. like oh my god i bet you're wearing that sexy outfit that hugs your ass the pink one that you know i go crazy over and she's giggling in her meeting like step into my meeting <laughs> and you know and then you could take it a step further it's up to you guys to take things a step further sexually because as long as you take the lead we'll follow if you're the one saying come on let's go in the haunted house and you grab us by the hand we might be chicken shit when it comes to that stuff but knowing that you are the one leading us we're gonna be down thank you for saying that yeah so if you uh, no i mean that's really important just as a little aside um men please take the lead it's it's about being alpha about you know like we need you to do that because in today's society women are often put in a position where we have to take the lead and then it's like the opposite of sex of normal sexual polarity it's not it's there's nothing arousing about having nothing to- nothing and i'm not knocking girls who do it um it's just we you know that sexually that's what we need a lot of the times yes okay so go ahead i'm sorry (laughs) um so basically you know she's she's in that outfit and she's like oh my god stop i'm in my meeting even if you get something as oh my god stop i'm in my meeting most guys would be like okay well she's a meeting i guess i can't do anything no (laughs) go oh my god she doesn't like haunted houses guess we have to go home no you're bringing us into that motherfucking house. So saying mm-hmm. something like, I can't stop because I'm getting hard just thinking about it already. If you say something like that, now what have you done? What you've done is you've established the fact that y'all are going into that house and you've grabbed us by the hand. Mm-hmm. So Take us by the hand and lead us there. Grab us by the hand and lead us now there. Now, this is, this is delicate, though, Jessica, because, okay. you know, in my mind, like on the receiving end of these texts, he knows I'm in a meeting, so he has to be semi-respectful of that and not try to, like, purposely distract me from what I'm trying to do. Right. That's true. However, he still has to own how badly he wants you, which mm-hmm. is so no. what's the best way for him to continue this and then to to kind of leave the cliffhanger for later on that night? 
I'm so glad you asked because there's actually a section called make me come or come later. Um, <laughs> make me come or come over, um, come over later. So, um, yeah, so she's in a meeting. Yeah, you do want to be respectful because if you keep going and she's in a meeting, what you're doing is you're running into the haunted house and leaving her in the freaking street. And she's like, fuck this. I'm never going anywhere with this. <laughs> um, so basically, I can't, you know, saying something like I can't stop. I'm really hard right now. Like, oh, my God, I just said stop a meeting. meeting. Like, fine. But the second you get out, I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to tell you exactly what I thought about. Uh-huh. Good. That was good. It's only the fact that you do want her and that you're not putting that on hold. You're not you're not letting her take the lead just because mm -hmm. she is occupied right now. Because at the end of the day, you know, you're not going to make apologies for your desire for her. And that's what makes us want you guys that much more. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Hey everybody, I want to take a quick break. I've already said on a couple of previous episodes about how now I'm involved with this company called Cloisonne. They have a variety of products. I've mentioned the multivitamin and their brain pill. They also have a pill supplement for men. So you guys out there listening, it's called Androzine. It's a total male sexual health supplement that increases blood flow, boosts performance, and increases overall sexual satisfaction. It is all natural. Natural. It's got ingredients like yohimbine, taurine, uh, saw palmetto berry, nettle root, ingredients that are all natural. And it's so funny, I gave a friend of mine one of these and he was like, I sort of like that. Can you spot me a couple more? <laughs> so uh, I encourage you to check it out. Get it by going to my link, which is ladyfox.cloisonne.com. That's C-L-O-I-X. O-N-N-E dot com. I'm specifically mentioning Androzine because I think it ties in nicely with our Dirty Talk episode. Speaking of which, we're getting right back into the show now. Once again, ladyfox.cloisonne.com. Pick up your bottle of Androzine today. Now, Dirty Talk in conjunction with, okay, once you're together in person again, we'll go back there. So now we're off the phone. Mm -hmm. How do you escalate? How can a guy escalate successfully without turning her off because he's come on too fast and said something too vulgar or grabbed her too, groped her too much, you know? Well, so one of the reasons I say, so if you find yourself in a place where you are moving forward sexually with a woman um, and you get some pushback or you get some resistance, chances are what you've done is you've either not established a secure enough connection, or you haven't made her feel good about you first. I usually say there's three things that need to happen in order for a woman to be turned on. First, she needs to feel connected to you. She has to feel good about you. And then she, then she has to feel wanted by you. If she doesn't feel connected to you, that's where the creepy comes in. Mm -hmm. Now, if I don't feel like I have a connection with you and you have your unwanted sexual advances towards me, I'm going to be very creeped out. I'm going to be very scared for myself because that's the stuff that women that, you know, that's our radar, the stranger yeah. danger radar. Oh my totally. God. Like he doesn't even care. Like if I'm a person, like he's right. trying to at me and that's the stuff that scares us and that's what that's what we feel when there is no solid connection yes what a great point because I mean even inside of a relationship I've had random and this this ties into both being like out of context like out of nowhere groping and then you know like it's like I had just gotten in the car like we didn't even like connect yet and you're like reaching over and like grabbing my boob you know it's like not a turn on you know, I love that. not I love a turn on even in a relationship, um, you know, because we do still need to feel that a lot of guys will, you know, complain about like, I don't get it. I, oh, she never wants to have sex. Maybe because she doesn't feel connected to you anymore. Right. Hello. Hello. You know, <laughs> men have 
sex to connect and women have sex when connected. Say that again. I'll say it again. Men have sex to connect. Women have sex when connected. So one of the things that should go off on your guys' radar listening to this, if you make or you go to escalate or make a move and you realize she's a little put off, chances are she doesn't feel that connection with you. Mm -hmm. The second thing may be that she doesn't feel good about you. You know, maybe your coworkers, <laughs> maybe your coworkers, y'all have never shared a joke in your entire lives. And out of nowhere, you try to tell her that like, you know, I'm really into this actually. How about you? Have you ever done stuff like that? We'll be like, what the fuck? Like, why is Larry, <laughs> yeah. why is Larry talking to me about his porn interests? Yeah. That's yeah. also creepy because we feel good about you. We, we may connect all freaking day. But if I don't, if I've never laughed at your expense, if we've never shared positive emotions between us, that's a big jump as yeah. well. This is huge because I think that guys get the wrong idea because there are these women on Instagram and uh, Snapchat and Facebook who will instant message or go on Messenger like late at night with guys and and play you know what I mean and so the yes. guy can say whatever stupid things he wants to and she'll still be like ah, thank you like hearts 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 and so <laughs> they don't they, realize that she's gonna ask them to join her like you know join her porn site later exactly well, right so it's like they think that that works then because right. it's worked on a stripper or right. you know a model once. So I'm going to use it all the time. Yeah. And like, there's a big difference between, you know, a, a chick online who's just looking for you to, yes, pay to be on her site or whatever, and an actual real life girlfriend. Real life girl. Yeah. Yeah. Real live girls, we want to feel connected to you and we want to feel good about you first. We don't Thank want you. to stick in the face out of nowhere, yeah. but we will accept it when we feel connected to Once you. we feel connected. And feel good exactly. about you. Yeah, we'll accept it all freaking day. Yeah. Hey, we're not prudes. No, we're not. We're not prudes at all. Um, we're just different. You know, w women are different from men. We get turned on by things differently. And exactly. that's an important thing, too. So how do they come back from it? So we talked about why they might get the pushback. So one of the things, and it, I talk about this in my Speak to Spark Arousal program, is to backtrack and be like, do do I feel a connection with her? Have we, Do we have enough rapport? Maybe we don't. Or have I joked with her? Have I, like, tried to make her laugh? Are we on that playing field? Um, it goes from platonic to friendly to flirty. Mm -hmm. And usually, usually that can happen within a span of like three minutes. Sometimes it may take guys longer. A lot of women will also be that much more on guard for reasons that you and I have already explained here. Mm -hmm. um, so all you have to do, guys, is backtrack just that little bit to see like, okay, well, you know, if she's getting this pushback, she doesn't trust me yet. She doesn't trust me or she doesn't feel good about me. So what, where am I and what can I do? Yeah. Otherwise, so. she'll be inviting you. You know, a lot of times, like, I feel I feel really connected with the guy. I feel really good about him. And I'll be sitting there thinking, like, why isn't he hitting on me? Uh-huh. Why the fuck isn't he making a move? And that's that's what a lot of guys are terrified of doing. So that, that's the other end of the spectrum. If you know you're already super connected, you know she laughs at all your freaking jokes. Make a move already. Mm-hmm. Totally. When you make the move, though, and this is my personal opinion, don't go in for the kill. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't go in for the kill. <laughs> you know, like, don't like just grab her crotch. Don't just pussy grab. None of that. Right. No pussy grabbing. No grabbing the tit. You know, it's like just, you know, warm up. Let her warm up. Yeah, warm up. You know what, guys? The biggest erogenous zone that women have is between their ears. The more mentally and emotionally stimulated you can get us, the more physically aroused you can get. Yeah, that's awesome. Yes. Now, what's the skinny on um, dick pics? Okay. I'm so glad you asked that. 
I dated a guy, and he was really great. Bless his heart. He um super hot guy all throughout high school, all throughout college, playing the NFL. And then, you know, him and I are talking, and he sends me a dick pic after a while. And I was like, and I really liked him, Michelle. And I was like, listen, <laughs> I was like, you can't do that. Every time I get a dick pic, I store the guy's name in my phone under dick pic. <laughs> and then I never, ever, ever know who's texting me ever again. You will be lost in the confines of dick pic. Hilarious. I, like, I like you. And he goes, but wait, I thought women liked that. And I was like, what? Where what? did you ever think that women would right. like that? Where would you ever think that? He goes, well, I get turned on, you know, when it, like, I would get turned on if you sent me a pair of your tits. Like, so I figured that I was. Oh, God. Oh, was God. Like, you need to fucking forget that right now. I was like, yes. I'm surprised you went this far in your life without anybody ever telling you otherwise. <laughs> right. um, guys, what you need to know is that dick pics are not okay unless we ask for them. Thank you. Yes. Agreed. Yes. It's just, yeah, no. And you know what? I've been in a situation where I'm sexting, and I will ask because a lot of guys will be like, "Jessica, she'll never ask for a picture of my dick." Then don't ever send it. <laughs> don't. <laughs> then you don't ever need to send it. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. I have gotten them out of nowhere in the yeah, past yeah. and like i'll just like go and check my phone you know at 8 p.m and i'm like whoa oh hello you know like no guys no, one no. thing you need to understand like i don't know a single woman who has gotten a dick pic and been like "Ooh, <laughs> me neither nice dick <laughs> like i don't know anybody like wow god i'm so no one now. It no one goes I immediately hold down the button on the picture and then I copy it and then I mass text all my girlfriends <laughs> so, uh, that's basically what me and all my girlfriends do exactly be careful what you send be careful what you send boys yeah totally so let's talk about back being in person again okay does vocal tonality make a difference okay what is it with that word do you know how many people asked me that specific question Okay, so during my two-hour talk, somebody raised their hand. I was like, I want to know about vocal tonality. And, like, everybody else raised their hand. I was like, me too, me too, me too. Um, which I'm <laughs> like, really do they, surprised about. Like, do they need to sound like Barry White? <laughs> no, they don't. They don't. I, I actually used Barry White as, as an example. And some guys, some of them were, like, under 20. And they were like, who's Barry White? And I was like, oh, <laughs> right. I don't know how old am I? But I'm never <laughs> have to have like this baritone bass the only thing that's important in regards to vocal tonality and this is going back to the other guy who asked me the question about like oh i like to say you're a hooker and stuff i'm not even into it the only thing that matters is you need to be as turned on as you want to turn her on when you say it because if it doesn't turn you on we're not going to feel it right One thing you need to understand guys, about women is that we are way more i would say we are way, way more central way more intuitive um, so we can catch on to your feelings much more easily than you can catch on to ours. And if we feel that you're kind of not into something, we're going to be kind of not into it either. Mm -hmm. But if you're super into it, you know, I've been super into some pretty weird shit that guys have said to me because they were super into it. And I've also been completely turned off by things guys have said that are super basic. Like, yeah, I bet you like that. Yeah. Now I really don't like that. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, you're my little Asian hooker, you little slut. And because of the context, I was like, yeah, I'm your little Asian hooker. But if anybody else said it to me in any other context, I'd be like, what? Well, I'm like, did that just yeah. Say, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's it's got to be, you have to be into it. In terms of your vocal tonality, that's all you need to know is if you're not into it, don't say it. If you so don't be, mean it, don't say it. 
Yeah, so be genuine. And again, like going back to what we said before, like use your own words. You don't need to like take a script from the porn that you watched last night. Yeah, you know, one of the things uh, a bunch of the guys wanted, they wanted, um, hey, what are some good things to say? And I I, I straight up said, listen, I'm not going to give you good things to say because I don't know her. I don't know her. You don't know her yet either. If you do, you're not in the moment right now. I don't know what turns you on most about her specifically from any other woman in your phone. Um, so I, I couldn't give a copy and paste. The, the only thing I could say, guys listening, is you can never go wrong with, God, I think it's so fucking hot when you dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. When you wear that outfit or when you look at me like this or when you wear your hair like that or when you suck my dick like that. Either way, it's got to be about her. And I don't know her. You might not even know her yet. But once you know exactly what it is that turns you on and you tell us, it'll turn us on too. Mm-hmm. I love that you said all of that and that you can't just give guys a set of cookie cutter phrases to say it doesn't work that way. I'm sorry. So guys, you're going to have to do some work, get to know her, create the connection. Hello. <laughs> it doesn't even take that long. Um, and I talk about this in my Speak Spark Arousal program. Um, creating connection could be something as simple as, you know, I had... Um, I had cereal for breakfast this morning. I never do that. What about you? Oh, you know, I had cereal too. I haven't had it since I was a kid. Okay, looks like we're a bunch of big kids today. That, that's a solid three-second <laughs> connection creator. That's cute. Um, and it, that, it's, that's what I'm saying. And you left. You had a genuine reaction to it. And that's what women will feel when you spend time genuinely connecting to them. Mm-hmm. Love it, love it, love it. Now, tell us more about your Speak to Spark Arousal program and what that looks like and, and why guys should check it out. Okay. Well, you know what? We talked about this earlier in regards to what happens when you get that pushback of moving too forward or you know escalating at the wrong time. Speak to Spark Arousal is basically the step-by-step way to, it's called Speak to Spark Arousal. Basically, it's how to get her turned on eventually in your life the way you want her to be turned on by you. Mm-hmm. So you know, it starts as simple as you know, this whole serial connection thing, nobody teaches us how to connect with each other. Right. And that, that's the stuff we're starving for. That's the stuff women crave when they walk out of their house and think like, oh, I would love to meet a man today. Mm-hmm. You know, and I tell guys all the time, like women fantasize about meeting, you know, Prince Charming at the Whole Foods in the kale section. <laughs> uh, but the only problem is he doesn't come up and be like, yeah, I like kale too. That's not what he says. We have a funny meet cute moment where we both reach for the kale and we both laugh. And I'm like, I'm making casserole tonight. And he's like, well, you know, I was going to make a smoothie, but I don't even have a juicer. That's a connection. You know? Yeah. These are the, something as basic as that. That's something I go over in depth in regards to, or in Speak Spark Russell. Connecting, how to escalate to make her feel good about you. You know, mm-hmm. how to make her laugh. That this is something they don't teach either. And a lot of guys who go out there and try to be funny, they're saying stuff that, you know, maybe they heard somewhere else. Maybe they heard another guy say it. Maybe this joke worked on their boss earlier today. I'm going to try it again on this woman. Um, you know, a lot of times just being out of context will make you fall flat on your face. Yeah. How to be funny in context within your personality and then how to move it forward sexually without getting punched in the face (laughs) or pushed off pushed pushed away yeah how do you how do you help couples who have been together for a very long time and they're just kind of like in the habit like they're not there's not really this like crazy uh you know chemical reaction going on anymore because they've been together for years and years and so it's kind of an effort to get that attraction back how do you teach them to change it up or shift it to spark the arousal 
You know, I like that you said that there's no chemical reaction. And that's exactly what happens. We stop reacting to one another. Um, couples in relationships for long, long, long periods of time, what happens is you become as sedentary in my life as the toaster. I walk by you. <laughs> Sometimes I use you and acknowledge you when I need you. Other times, I don't understand you're doing something wrong in my life. You know like, what? I'm my toast. That sometimes that even happens after a couple of months in a relationship. <laughs> I mean, again, you're right. We, we become so completely desensitized to one another, and then we stop reacting to each other. Why? Mm-hmm. Because we stop connecting. Yeah. You know, your day is the same, so I'm not going to ask about it. His day is the same. I'm not going to ask yeah. about it. Or I'm sick of hearing about your work all the time. Yeah. You don't care about mine. <laughs> Let's talk about me. I'm sick, sick of him talking about himself all the time. I'm not even going to tell you anymore. Um, you know, and we just, again, I call it the toaster problem. We become as, you know, complacent in our lives as the toaster. And mm-hmm. We only notice it when it's not working out. <laughs> and even then, sometimes you don't even care. Like, oh, the toaster's broken. Fuck it. <laughs> so what do you do? What do you do to, to save it and to fall back in love with your toaster? <laughs> to fall back in love with your toaster. So the first step is to not being a toaster anymore. Maybe you're going to say to your partner, you know what? I was walking the street today and I saw a dog. It made me really think like, fuck, I miss my dog so much. Um, it's about getting back to who you are as a person. Maybe you're not being yourselves around each other anymore. Mm. And by being yourself, maybe you're not, I, when I say being yourself, but a lot of people just stop talking, you know? Something yes. like, I'm not telling you my thoughts like that throughout the day anymore. I don't give a shit to. I'm telling Gina because Gina's funnier. Or mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or yeah. Gina's more hilarious. We have more stuff to talk about. No, tell your partner. I always say if you're saying stuff to other people that your partner has never heard, there's a problem. Mm-hmm. That is a problem because then you're just like basically pulling away opportunities for that connection that you talk about. Exactly. You're giving it to other people. Mm-hmm. So it's important then to keep continuously working to keep the connection alive, which will then hopefully result in that arousal, that that spark, right? Right. And then it's same thing, going from escalating, from connecting, making her laugh, and then, you know, letting her know that you still want to bang her after all these years. <laughs> if you become the toaster to her, and I don't know where you're like, oh, I'm going to fuck. She's like, why does the toaster want to fuck me? This is so weird. <laughs> It just does, and then guys are so perplexed by this. Yeah, and you got to mix it up a little bit. You know, there was another guest I I had on the podcast, uh, Dr. Michael Aaron, and he said that couples need to have uh, three different types of sex in order to keep it interesting. Um, There's like, you know, traditional, like, emotional eye-gazing sex, and then there's like fantasy role play, and then there's just like straight-out fucking. Yeah. Like quickies. I dig it. And even a quickie might be out of the ordinary, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's like it's not a big deal if everyone's on the same page about it. Right. And I think that a lot of couples are shy about changing it up because they're afraid their partner might get weirded weirded out or whatever. Weird for this. But as long as you're talking and y'all are open enough. Exactly. And that takes me uh, want to dive deeper a little bit for a second about communication, which then ties back to dirty talk. It's like, it's all the same thing. It isn't is. It? it really is. And it's funny. I Even I was surprised when I was writing up my dirty talk notes for the seminar I did. I was surprised at how the fundamentals were basically the same. Mm-hmm. You have to be connected. You have to be in the moment and you have to be genuine. Like when it boils down to it, as corny as it all sounds, it's corny because it's freaking important. And a lot of people think it's common sense and still overlook it. Yes. 
And those are the easiest things to overlook are things that are simple and common sense, usually. Any final thoughts for for the men or even the the ladies out there listening who are really curious? The ladies, I feel like an asshole. I feel like I singled out the ladies. Um, One thing I just want to say is that when it comes to dirty talk, you can go, Oh no, you just can't go wrong with telling her what makes her different from any other woman out there. We want to mm-hmm. hear it. You know, we want to know yes. that you want us one and we want to know why you want us specifically. Mm-hmm. Guys make us feel special. Okay. We're not just a sex object. We're not a blow up doll. We're not. Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> what is coming up for you, Jessica? Do you have other events you're going to be doing or? I don't um, right now. Right now we're putting together group coaching p- packages and that's been our main focus. That's um, awesome. Because I've been doing one-on-one for years. So now we were like, you know what? We can reach way more people. Heck yeah. Coaching by getting more coaches, training more coaches to do it. So that's basically the focal point right now. That's wonderful. I love that. Group coaching, you guys. So watch for that. And um, I know everybody can find you on speaktosparkarousal.com. Any other places they should go to find you? Levelupseduction.com as well. Awesome. Jessica, it was such a pleasure to have you on and to talk about this really cool topic. I know. Thank you so much for having me. I love doing this with you. We'll have to have you come back. I'd love it. Awesome. All right. Talk to you soon. Have a great topic you'd like to hear discussed on an upcoming episode of Nothing Off Limits? Email us at ideas at ladyfoxentertainment.com. In the meantime, please subscribe, rate the show, and go to ladyfoxentertainment.com to sign up for our email list and to check out our resources page. Thanks so much for listening. Talk to you next time.